busted up. And the guy's name was Earl Bird. It's the same name, same character. Uh, oh. That was 1986. When they released this movie uh, to video, um, it was also called, here it is. It was called, in Australia, it was called Busted Up 2. Even though it's not really a sequel. The guy's got the same name. And now, he's look, a bare knuckle fighter. Look, they crashed right through the wall, and now we're going to have the rest of the fight outside in broad right. daylight in the pig. Uh, look at that pig. Oh, look at pig's eye. So they, they fell into hay, which is good. Coincidentally, that's great. They would have hurt otherwise. And then now yeah. they're mud wrestling, which is great, because otherwise it would hurt. Right, because the yeah. mud is softer. And uh, the pig is great production value. We didn't see oh, a horse yeah, when sure. we had the hay. Well, the producer is actually – that's the producer's uh, <laughs> you see. Oh, oh, slept with the producer. <laughs> I forked him. That's right, yeah. Get up out of the pigsty. That's for pigs. Show some respect to the pig. Now, the guy who directed this only has 18 director credits, but he's got 16 writer credits and 32 producer credits. And he uh, basically they're like sort of ex they're fight films, you know, and exploitation stuff. It's all B level movies. Uh, they're all going mud wrestling. Now Casey was in Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, I never saw it. I never saw it either. It just looked too stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah, too stupid. Now every time that guy. Um, What's the name of the actor who was the star in that? The uh, the guy who did the TV show Third Rock? Sasquatch. Uh, Henry. Oh, no, you're talking about John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Okay. John Lithgow does two things, two things only. He does a comedy and he does a, a drama. When he's doing a drama, he is the maniacal guy. And when right. he's doing a comedy, he's super stupid and silly. That's all he does. So when Harry and the Hendersons came out, I was like, do I really want to sit through John Lithgow? <laughs> he's not evil, right. He's not evil in this movie. He's not raising Cain, John Lithgow. Right. You know, I think, I think like, Third Rock and the Sun just, he stopped being a movie star after that. Like, I'm sure he yeah. made the, the TV series was great, and he was great on it, and then mm -hmm. sure he made a lot of money off of it, and he did Dexter, of course, and he still shows up. He played, uh, oh, hell, uh, so he's the husband of a night, uh, late night talk show host. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, I sh I gotta interrupt you. I'm sorry. I okay. need to interrupt yeah, please you. do. Just for the the show. Yeah, of course. Minister who's driving them now. He's you know, his he is a professional boxer. He's retired, and somehow they wanted to get him in this film. Uh, his nickname was Golden Boy. Um. And that's because the statue in Manitoba of the, the like legislative building, you know, um, in Winnipeg is is golden. So they called him Golden Boy. I don't know. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just had to. That, that's oh, no, I was blathering on and on. I'm glad you interrupted me. Did you notice the graffiti in the background that said the underground? <laughs> underground. The underground. No, no, they said, they said the underground. Yeah, uh -huh. right. The underground. So maybe it's short. Like people got tired of saying the underground. No, it's thunder, like thunder and lightning. It's gotta be, but it's underground. No, they abbreviated it. They were like they just kind of they kind of slimed it together. 
Like uh, when the French do L apostrophe if there's a vowel. Yeah. Okay, what we're seeing now is we're getting Casey's backstory. Like I said, this is Casey's film, even though they're partners and it's, I don't know, it, it's, it's as much Bird's film, but she's the, our star. And this is where she used to be a hobo with her dad, okay? So it's like, yeah, it's my old friend, Hobo. How you doing, Hobo? Well, who do we have here? Um, He's Bill Ticket. I'm Bill Ticket. So in the backstory, we're going to learn that um, her father died. And they were good friends. The You know, this is where they, like, lived, even though hobos are supposed to be traveling. I don't know. Uh, So this is still the 1930s, right? No, this is not. It's it's 80. Uh, uh, it's 89. I mean, they don't look how modern everything is, and it's got the blues. Me, I don't know. This is not the 30s. Nobody's in a period piece thing. Yeah, I guess you're right. So how it's, come they're not like in the 80s? They were something called homeless, right? I mean, like it, it, look, it's this is mythical. This is mythical. It's a movie world in which there's a hobo community and culture, and it's just not a true thing. I mean, we just don't have economic disparity that has so many people on the road. These guys would get a job at McDonald's, you know. There's, it is not. Uh, that sounds very insulting to McDonald's workers. I don't mean that. What I mean is, they could absolutely have a nine to five minimum wage. Absolutely. Right. It's available to them. They... Um, I just want to say this actor, like he's really a B-level actor. He started in 78. He was on Bionic Woman. Just one episode, you know, all of all the time, one episode. <laughs> the Rockford Files, Black Sheep Squadron, Six Million Dollar Man, The Incredible Hulk. And then he was on Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Mysteries for two episodes. Oh, no, it was, it was a crossover that they just aired twice. Probably. But he was on Battlestar Galactica for three episodes. Wow. Then it's back to one episode. Buck Rogers, Fantasy Island, ER. Oh, Get a Life. He was on Get ER. a Life. Yeah. We love he's Get a character. A life. I do. Uh, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a character actor, no. Because he is you know, the handsome, star-quality-looking guy, you know. He's, he, what's his character? Really? Well, character actors are, uh, they play a role. It could be a quirky thing. It could be, uh, I'm... Right, yeah, they got like a career. Yeah. Okay, so the cops show up and bust the party. So what does Casey do? She steals a cop car. Look how they're beating the shit out of people. Oh. It's nonsensical, this movie. If there was a homeless place, you don't come in and start beating them, right? Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 this is Louise Canada. I have no idea. This movie's in Tennessee. Oh. But it was shot in Canada. Yes, it was. And it was only shot in one month. But I'm saying the story of the movie has Tennessee cops showing up and being like, Oh my God, you're, oh, you're homeless? 
bam, bam, beat him up, arrest that man. Well, you know, Reagan should have said something earlier in his uh, administration, and maybe by 89 it wouldn't have been an issue. Right. He should have said something. So who do you think is the most famous homeless person in the 80s movie? Do you think it's the guy from Back to the Future or something on the park bench? Buck Flower. He's uh, he's pretty representative. What about uh, I'm going to go to hell for this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they've stolen a police truck. So now what they essentially do is abandon it and make their way into the woods in a way the cops can't find them. Like through the muck and mire. They, the cops just won't go in. It's not worth their time. They got their truck back. Yeah. Now here's a ridiculous yeah, thing they, in the movie. The cop fires a shot. I mean, why, who are these stormtroopers, right? These fascists right, yeah, are yeah, leaping it on homeless people and they're going to shoot. You're trying to escape. Is this the Empire? It's just a warning shot that might actually, you know, fatally hit you. Yeah, is illegal. You, as a police officer, you are not allowed to fire a warning shot. Did you know that? No, but I'm writing this down for my my act. <laughs> when you sh when you fire a bullet, it will not stop traveling until something stops it. Like when people right. shoot their guns straight up in the air, that bullet's coming down. It's going to make a big old arc, right? But it's going to hit the sun. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. It has to go down. It cannot hit the sun. Yeah, yeah. It will go in an arc, and it will land. Who knows? It could be an abandoned field. It could be, you know, it could be anywhere. Now, what trips me up are laser beams, <laughs> right? Like, if you're in Star Wars, and you, you see the laser beam, like you're a stormtrooper, and you yeah. see, like, this guy wearing uh, leotard running around with his sister, mm -hmm. you would shoot the laser beam, right? And mm -hmm. go, pew. But when does it stop pewing? Like, does it? cut through the Death Star and go into outer space? Yeah, that's a good question because we see it not. We see it like it's an impact, right? It hits yeah. something. Even when it hits something, it just kind of gives like a, a dusty explosion off. Right. Like it just chipped your shoulder or something. It doesn't like slice right through you. Well, the laser is actually a very bad uh, weapon because it misses Luke Skywalker all the time. Oh. Man, have you ever seen the Star Wars movies where they're in the battlefield and like it's a prequel or the yep. soul and they're like they're talking and there's like fire laser beams shooting around their head. Right. And they, I'm talking to a holograph. The clones and the droids are fighting again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The um uh, uh the Jedi, right, in that like scene you're talking about, every time they fire, they hit something and something dies. Every time, the droid uh -huh. blows up. Uh, but they always... Okay, so what happened is they spent the night, because, and they were arguing and bickering. You've got us out in the wild. So she swam. We learned that uh, he can't swim. She swam, and he saw her naked, kind of to right. a farmer's now she's waking up in the morning and she's got like stolen clothes it took apples off a tree she like pilfered the place and he's uh like gruff about it she stole a boat <laughs> my god this is all 89 now we see that she's a girl like i don't know they could have i don't know so anyway, they take the stolen boat, which he just objected to, 
Um, They're going to go down river and our adventure will continue. This is really a dead part of the film. Do they have like a a romantic song about raindrops falling on their head or? (laughs) No. There there is no romance between them at this time. Nothing. Worry about me. It's all talk like, don't worry, when we get to the see the man in Louisiana, you're going to be riding high. Let's, let's put it on for a second. All right. Yeah, he's talking about the, the man right now. Word is. He must have been just in the body, right? It was before he politics. Uh, it was long before politics, yeah. He, he was the announcer. He was a color commentary on wrestling, as well as a wrestler. Yes, absolutely he was. So, um, let's see. Predator was 1987. That yeah, was, I was going to say Predator. That's a big one. The Running Man was also a big deal, also with Schwarzenegger. But that was 89? That was 87. Wow. So he did No Holds Barred this year, too, a Hulk Hogan film. Right, sure. So it I looked like his uh, career was going to start going down, but no. He was in Ricochet in 91, Demolition Man in 93, Major League Two in 94, wow. Batman and Robin in 97. Oh, who could forget that role? <laughs> then it starts to go down you know well, no, he had he got elected governor so he was he was in politics but he also he was doing like radio shows no you're 100 percent right he he does joe somebody in 2001 the joe master somebody. of disguise with dana carvey in 2002 next thing you know he's 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 the governor between 99 and 2003 so i guess those films just came out then right maybe they have like we need to slide by Minnesota. Hello, Governor Ventura here to welcome you to the great state of Minnesota. Now, Ventura's from Minnesota, and this film opened September 1, 1989 in Minnesota. Oh. So, this, so you're saying this was a direct-to-video movie, basically? No, it did have a theatrical release, but then, yes, it went... Okay, so let's see. Uh Underground, yeah, it would. It, it had an Australia video release and a USA video release. You the video was released as Boxcar Blues. I don't know how much it was in the theaters, but it was in more than one theater. It wasn't direct to. Sure. Okay, so she wakes up and finds that he's drunk as a skunk in the bar. Right. And she's doing stuff like. You got to stop drinking the sauce if you're going to fight the man. And he's like, get out of here. It's like a, it's a ugly, ugly little scene. Oh, not since Barfly have I seen such dramatic. Oh, he's reading a comic book too? That's about that. Barfly. Wow. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Faye Dunaway. Interesting. Barfly. He was reading a, he was reading a comic book in, on the bar. So it's not, it's not a library. <laughs> you gotta have to buy that comic book. They had they had uh, dishes of peanuts, dishes of pretzels, to New York Times, and a comic book. Yeah, that's not bad for happy hour. You can okay. spend like. Yeah. 
we meet this kid for no reason. He's got nothing to do with anything. He's bashful around a pretty girl. He's pointless character. He's somebody's son. <laughs> Here's your coffee, Miss Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> oh, no, this is like an important role. This is like the spiritual, like, random person on the road. Droopy, droopy face. Oh. No, he's a local boy who's out fishing. He's talking about fishing. Yeah, but when you're on a road trip movie, yeah. it's got to be one, like, naive waif who comes in and, like, you know, at the end of Night and a Half, it gives you bread and sunglasses. You swap your sunglasses for it. <laughs> and gives you your coffee. So, okay, he's got the money to pay. He's drinking away all their money. But then in the next scene, he's getting kicked out of the bar and thrown into the water for absolutely no reason. Because he's an a-hole. Well, he's counting right now, right there. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Four times watching this movie, and I miss that every time. You didn't notice that guy? I thought he was a boxer. He has to. The bartender has to be a boxer, too, right? You know, yeah, I absolutely was thinking about that, a wrestler or a boxer, because his look and feel screams that. But I yeah. could not find that on the internet. Who was the bartender? And let's see here. I think I got some. The, the internet was very quiet about this film. It, this film sucked, and everybody just they didn't <laughs> get any mind. Seriously. That was, yeah. Um, that was also. There's this famous actor, Michael Ironside. Do you know him? Yeah, sure. Of course. I think that's one of the reasons why I got I found this movie. Was yeah, that, that's a scam. I don't know where he is in this whole entire film. Now, he probably was there, but they made it like because he came be Michael Ironside has three looks. Like right now, he, he's in movies and he has a very old, like old man look, right? You know, he's a genuine old man. Well, what was he in? Who is this guy? Uh, I thought he was like a Robocop or like, you know, he's a mean, like, he's okay. meaner than Brian Dennehy. Now I know him. Now I know uh, who you're talking about. I saw him recently in Turbo Kid, which is kind of a parody of 80s movies where they play it straight over a post-apocalyptic movie. And he, you know, he kind of looks like a mess, but he plays his role, you know. Right. He, uh, he, he recognized him. Like, you remember the TV show Hunter? Like Hunter was like a badass. Yeah, I do know who you're talking about now, and he's kind of like a hunter type of guy. Like he looks like a badass. Help me find him in this film. Uh, All right, is he distant of a man? It just it's not clear. Okay, <laughs> basically, Casey's going to scam and get a car now. This is like in uh, something wild. Well, they actually pay in cash for the car. Something wild was. It was Melanie Griffith and uh, uh, right. Jeff Daniels. I was thinking of Michelle Pfeiffer and and uh, uh, oh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. And Jeff Goldblum in this forgettable film that you told me to put in my Netflix queue. Listen, be a little cautious with my Netflix queue, okay? I <laughs> right. you, should I see this movie? You go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, you know. And I spend an hour thirty of my life <laughs> be a little discriminating. Yeah, okay, so Casey's saying 
can you believe it? It's the first time I ever drive. My daddy's going to get me a car for my birthday. And she goes, I never drove before, and I never did you know what before. So he's like, why don't I kill the two birds with stone? I test drive it, and you can test drive me. But you got to get naked first. This is Casey's scam. He goes, throw your pants in the back there. I wouldn't want my daddy to see them all dirty. I was right. It says, ironic, this is clean on the car. Yeah, turn around. I'm bashful. And then she takes off. What's that noise? Let me take my clothes off. That's the re- the rev of my electric brazier. Well, how far? Hey, I'm back here with my pants. Not even the car. Suck in Canada. Look at you, gold, 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 gold. This was filmed in one month. They were in and out. Well, because he he drank the budget away, so they had to get it done. (laughs) Like Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Right. You drunk because you've been drinking. Can you, did you see that? Yeah, so when we saw the movie King of the Mountain, there was scenes, you were saying that the scenes where he was driving, driving, he was drunk off his ass. Yeah, it's legit. Now, this is fake. He's probably not drunk, but Hopper certainly was. But the thing is, I just find it funny that Casey slid over and said, you've been drinking, you drive. I mean, he didn't, look at him dri- drinking and driving right now. I love the 80s, man. Right. Uh, they cleaned the car off at least. They, they, they drove, they drove, and they drove to a point where they stopped. And then they, now, they when they put the, when the, she just threw it out the window. And yeah, he I know. Mad. He doesn't get mad. When they mark the cars in a used car lot, it's soap. They're basically using a bar of zest soap or something. So, so you can wipe it down. Yeah, you can use the, the car's. Uh, it doesn't permanently stain the window shield. <laughs> not at all. Not yeah. at all. Oh, well, I don't know why I thought that, but yeah. All right, that makes sense. You wouldn't want to permanently damage the windshield. That would be a good NASCAR. Uh, look, she just got his wallet. I, f- I didn't see that for watching this. This is the fourth time I've seen this fourth film. Time look, seen this movie. Yeah, and she's got. I saw the money, but I didn't see that she stole it from the wallet. I'm stupid. Anyway, this movie is pointless at this point. They will now try to get gas. The place will be closed. It'll be morning. It's it, there's no. This film was poorly written. We want to get to the man. We want to get to the final act now. Not necessarily. It needs to be a long journey to get to the man. But the thing is, they're not doing anything that makes them learn anything about their character, which makes them bond together. They're not doing anything that gets them to their goal. It's just like we're driving to Louisiana and it's, you know, it's like as far as California. It's miles away. It's. Okay. So they pull in to get gas, but the gas station is closed. So he's like, I'm grumpy. And he like goes into the, I don't know, bar cafe and falls asleep. It's stupid. It's, there's no point. All right. Let me see if I can find something interesting to tell you about this. No, no, it's all right. Are we going to make it to the end of this movie, Carl? Yes, because it's going to pick up. When they get to, you know, when they get to Louisiana, we're going to start seeing Emmett Walsh. We're going to start seeing some fights in which there's, you know, 
When you're watching okay. a fight, something's going on. It's, we're still like 20 minutes into this movie. Um, where are we? Uh, we are 48 minutes in. It's an hour and a half, okay. so right. we're surviving. We are surviving here. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay. This was produced by Sharpo Glickenhaus Entertainment. And it, apparently, there's like, I don't know, they were called sleaze action specialists. But basically, they did B-movie fight movies. And in the 80s, it was cheap to work in Canada. So this was one of their films that was there. And in Canada, there was Damien Lee and Ted Schmidt, who were Canadian exploitation producers, claims the... They did another Jesse, Jesse movie called Kickbox, um, called Aaron Ventura in Aberrant. Ventura. As, I don't know. Aaron. I can't read it. But anyway, the point is they were, this was more of the same for them. In this scene, we will learn. You remember we learned he couldn't swim? Now we'll learn he can't read. Does that make any sense? Wait. It's not a library. I can't read. Oh, all right. Do you have a comic book? <laughs> so we find out that he, he can't read. Now, how is that possible, right? This universe in which there's a hobo culture and cops right. are fascists and, I mean... You know what I mean, like cops are stormtroopers, and uh, he can't read. Did he, he didn't go to elementary school? How was he a prize fighter? He couldn't read a contract. Well, he can't read. Oh yeah, it's just one of those things. I have blonde hair. You're a brunette. You can't read. You're tall. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> How could you grow up in the United States of America and not learn to read? If you were not a, if you're a middle class. Look at him. Right. Here you go. I think this is a $5 bill. The, this principal yeah, it's, reads it's, calf instead of gaff. It looks like this is a cast station. Right. Let's go to the cat station. What are you so talking now, about? <laughs> so now the director tries to have us have something endearing. She's bought him a present, and it's a book. And she'll teach you how and she'll she'll teach him how to read and what's neat is that the book is um huckleberry is it mark twain yes which is the one is it you can say huckleberry how <laughs> by mark twain yeah that's the one where <laughs> huckleberry finn and uh tom Sawyer, which was the one where he goes away with an escaped slave and they are in the raft down the mississippi is it what I think it's Tom Sawyer, right? No, I think Tom Sawyer was the friend in this town. I think it's the uh -huh. adventures of Huckleberry Finn. And I think that the writer is trying to say they're just like they're on the road, yeah, the road. like the Yeah, it's stupid. Oh, I got an ad. Me too. I got an ad too. Okay, so maybe people at home do. Your video is now okay, I'm restarting. No, wait, I have another ad. I have sometimes I need to mix it up. Shit. We'll have to leave it. I'm back. I'm back. All right. I'm so, at uh, 51. Okay. Right, we're You're back. still driving down the highway, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're moving right along. 
in search of good times and bad together and we'll nab it how come the Muppets do a better job of this the what Muppets do a better job of oh this. yeah we'll hitchhike bus and yellow cabot cabot we're moving right along and fancy free. Ah, the bridges of Madison County. They must be in Madison County. Oh, because of the bridges? Mm -hmm. There's Todd Bridges and there's. Uh, there's Bow Bridges. There's Bridges. There's Bow Bridges. There's, there's Jeff Bridges. Do you see Jake's Lounge? Oh, why? Is that where? Oh, yeah, I see Jake's Lounge right now. All right, I'm a little ahead of you, aren't I? Yeah, it's all right. Look, tell me when you see him pissing. Uh, he's getting out of the car. Okay, I yeah. think he's pissing. I'm, I'm like three seconds ahead of you. Okay, I'll... Uh, Why don't you just and then, just, then, then unpause? I'll commentate on lag. All right. Okay, we've so now, right now they're on the road. Louisiana, and at least now our movie will like sort of begin again. Look, oh, we like each God. other now. Yeah, she doesn't have to pretend to be a guy because there's no hobo. Now, as you know, Louisiana is in the Gulf, and Louisiana also has the Mississippi, which flows there. So, what beach were they at? So it's right? a lot of water. Was there? Is it 